We respectfully acknowledge the Namala people, past, present and emerging, as the traditional custodians of the land on which this podcast was produced. Hi everyone, it's Elisa here from The Junction Co. I'm chatting with Jane Menzies today, an artist based out of Kalgoorlie, about her experience creating artwork during COVID. Now, Jane Menzies did submit um, an artwork to the Jury Art Prize um, this year for 2020 and was a finalist and is currently showing the finalist exhibition for her artwork, Consumption in Isolation. So we'll have a quick chat about that, but we'll also talk to Jane about her practice um, and what's coming up for her next. So first of all, Jane, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Jane. Now, I have done a very brief introduction, but um, for everybody listening, would you be able to introduce yourself, um, tell us a little bit about yourself, um, what it is you do, what your practice is, um, what you've done in the past perhaps, and, yeah, give us an idea about who Jane Menzies is. Okay. Well, thanks, Elisa. Um, Okay. Well, I'm Jane. I am, as you said, based in Kalgoorlie. Um, I I guess I I am an artist. I studied a Bachelor of Fine Arts from the Hobart School of Art uh, back in, I graduated back in 2007. Since then, I've taken on more of a supporting role in the arts. Um, I've done everything from childcare to um, after-school care to um, administration uh, to arts administration um, to working out um, as a, an Aboriginal Arts Centre Manager in uh, Warakuna in the um, remote Manavara lands. In WA, um, and I found myself in Kalgoorlie, um, and um, I guess when when COVID hit, um, it was a really good opportunity for me to um, to get stuck into some some painting again. And stuck in, did you get? Um, you created such uh, an incredible body of work um, with your small scale um, gouache paintings they've been absolutely stunning um in the gallery for sure people come in and they're de- it's definitely a favorite um, and I think everybody has been able to relate to each of those um quite an interesting kind of career path that you've taken can I ask if arts was the leading um anchor through all those uh, different activities that you've done over the past year of over the years so, you know, for example, when you were in childcare and et cetera, was art always the central theme? Um, well, I guess art was always something that I kept coming back to. Um, for me, I guess, when I left art school, um, I actually enrolled in teaching. Um, but, you know, if I'm revealing a little bit about myself, I, um, I just didn't, I wasn't quite ready or confident enough, I think, to, to take on that role. So I... Um, I guess I was always looking for, um, I guess, a way to earn money. Um, so art was always uh, something that was happening, I guess, an interest in the background, a passion in the background, um, but I needed, you know, obviously to, to work and and often, you know, you don't have the luxury of time or um, or just money to, to be able to create art. You know, it's... it's um, 
uh, it's not that simple. So um, yeah, I guess I guess work was always just something that I had to obviously had to do to earn money. Um, and then um, for me, I always kind of saw myself more as a supporter of art. So uh, going through art school, um, I always I guess I always had this feeling of wanting to help others. Um, fulfill, you know, their kind of their artistic um, dreams and pursuits. Um, so that was where I kind of sat a little bit more comfortably, helping others to to see see mm-hmm. things through. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So and you know, working out in Warakuna was um, was really, I think, a bit of a almost a bit of a wake up call, really, in terms of um, you know, working with um, the Aboriginal artists out there and just seeing, um, you know, the the breadth of um, creativity, diversity and, and, and the passion and the fun, it really kind of brought a fair bit of the fun back, um, which I think for me going through art school I lost a lot of that fun um, and I lost a lot of that playful um, and but also integrity, um, you know, to, to practice and to ideas. Um, so, so, yeah, so I think COVID presented me with an opportunity to um, to explore some ideas um, that I'd been thinking about. You know, I'm quite interested in documentation. I'm quite interested in, I'd always been interested in place and, what, you know, what is, you know, what is one's place in the world? How do you make sense of the world? Um, and and I started in the new year, I'd actually um, given myself, you know, the new year's resolution like we all do. Um, and I, I was quite serious that I'd try and, you know, commit to doing a painting a day. Um, and actually try and get myself back into it um, because I'd really been inspired by working with um, the artist in Morikuna. Um So, yeah, I started that and I started doing self-portraits, but um, I got really sick of doing self-portraits. Um, so I started, I guess, looking at myself through what I ate. Um, so that was kind of what spurred that idea. And then when COVID hit, I thought, well, actually, I've got <laughs> I've got time now, so um, maybe I'll um, I'll commit to doing a, a painting a day about you know just looking at my eating habits, you know, um, and maybe back in time I might be able to look at that time and and think, oh, gee, I ate a lot of Snickers bars, you know, or um, <laughs> um, or actually, you know, there's a lot of kimchi featuring in my uh, my diet back then. What was going on there? So um, yeah, I think. It's such, I mean, it's such an incredible journey. There's so many things that you've just, that I want to touch on that you just mentioned. I think the first thing before I get to the artwork um, and more more specifically um, the creation of the artwork during COVID, um, you talked about the inspiration perhaps of just being immersed in the creation of art, working um, at Warakuna Arts. Center and I find that's a real. That seems to be a, a common theme. I think I know many arts workers who are working in art centres, um, Aboriginal art centres across Western Australia, that themselves do pick up yeah, or reignite um, that passion for uh, their practice, um, which I find is really fascinating and um, kind of really inspiring. That's a fantastic. Um, experience for you as well 
Yeah, definitely. I think I think you know I didn't really I didn't really practice any art while I was out there because for me, um, of course, yeah, that, my remit was obviously to develop and and um, facilitate, um, you know. Um, the production of artworks and the sales and, and you know exhibitions and career development and all of that. Um, but in, you know behind the scenes, I would I'd paint little cards for you know friends and family and and you know do little landscapes and that kind of thing, like real super small. But you know stuff that was you know I was able to I was able to do just in the background. You know when I got home at night, um, it's a bit of a kind of a meditative thing. But um, but yeah, I think I think working there um, and as you say, like just just um being inspired and and being reinvigorated i think by the um just the the sheer kind of creative spirit um and vibrancy that exists out there it really helped me to kind of take back that that idea that oh you know maybe i can pick this back up again maybe i can have go maybe maybe um you know maybe maybe i do have some ideas that are worth pursuing there so um yeah, I think it just gave me the um, uh, the freedom to, as you say, pick it back up again and and kind of experiment. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's the the permission as well, isn't it? That, that's yeah, that's the word I was looking for. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I hadn't yeah. given myself permission to. Yeah, and then of course COVID, which is like all the permission all the artists across <laughs> the world were waiting for. So how did you, what did you do now? I know you created these um, daily works of what you were eating um, and we'll talk about that inspiration, um, about that work and that subject, but I want to know what were the things you actually practically did? Did you wake up in the morning and set aside a time? Did you give yourself a deadline on the day? How did you actually get the work done during that time of like, I mean, for me, it was a low level of anxiety that was kind of a little bit thrilling because there was this time, I mean, it's still going on, of course, around the world, but for the most part, for us in Western Australia, things in our daily life perhaps are going back to normal. Um, And during the thick of um, shutdown, there was, like I was getting really excited you know, not happily excited but almost anxiously excited about how things were changing day to day. So how did you actually resolve that, um, perhaps that anxiety in a in your practice daily? Yeah, I think you've touched on um, emotions and, and, yeah, feelings that, that I had too. I guess initially when it, when it hit, it was, there was a lot of anxiety because there was a lot of uncertainty. Um, I'd... I was going into a job that now was, you know, not going to be kind of possible to go into because of the restrictions. And so at that moment, my, you know, my world was very uncertain, um, but I knew I was going to be okay. Um, but it still, like, yeah, it was, it was, there was, there was kind of intense anxiety for a little while there. Um, so, yeah, so I guess for me, as you say, like I used to, I'd get up, um, there probably was a time when I'd set my alarm for six and got up at eight, but um, <laughs> besides that, um, I, it, having, I guess having the idea that I was going to do a painting a day it gave me the motivation and the purpose, I guess, um, to feel better about things. 
Um, and so I, I I did have a little bit of work happening at the, at the same time. Um, so I kind of worked my day around doing a, you know, a couple of hours work in the morning and then towards the afternoon I'd um, sit down and, and do some painting. And it usually would take me about uh, anywhere from two to six hours to, to do one work and, and sometimes I'd um, I'd have to take a photo of the, the work because I didn't finish it in time and then I'd use that as a reference um, source either the next day. Um, so often I'd have overlapping works but um, but my my goal really and that was the thing that kind of kept me kept me on the straight and narrow was um, was <laughs> ensuring that I had a work done a day. So often I'd brush my boyfriend off and so no, 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 I've got to, I've got to go home. <laughs> I've got to, I've got to do my artwork for the day. So I think he, um, yeah, he was a bit put out by that sometimes. <laughs> so I like that though, because you had a non-negotiable, and so often at times, I think, especially at times of high stress, um, external stresses as well, is that it's really important to kind of anchor yourself with a non-negotiable that you know, like there's always something else you could be doing. Um, but if you actually get that work done, then it does feed into the next day and the next day that momentum continues. So I'm I'm understanding that that's definitely what your experience was. Yeah, definitely. I, I think, yeah, it's a, it's a gratification, isn't it? It's that mm. reward. Um, you reward yourself for having, having done it and then that gives you, as you say, the momentum and the motivation to keep going. And when you... Uh, look, I did let it slip at, at one point in time because I was busy. Um, but um, you know, this is through, I guess, through the last few months. But yeah, and, and so once once you do let it slip, it, it does get harder to kind of grab back. So yeah, no, it's important to yeah. keep on top of it. So I want to ask a question about the work itself now because I think a great success that's really evident in this work is that you, and especially during this time of COVID, right, so when we're under anxiety and stress, it's really hard sometimes to make decisions and choices and often I'm a, I'm a big believer that we personally have too many choices to make in our life and I try to simplify those. Um, there's this thing called choice, you know, uh, decision fatigue like we're having to yeah. make so many decisions and what I like about how you resolve that in your work is that you chose a really accessible subject so you had to eat every day right and then by choosing to actually um, paint that what you were eating removed that barrier to going oh well, what am I going to paint today um but does that was that just a really natural decision for you, and how did it change um, or evolve over the time? Yeah, it was. Um, I guess yeah, it was something as you say that I had to, um, you know, uh, eating is something you have to do every day. So um, that was that was easy. But um, I guess as as I went on, um, I was also, and I. You know, it'd be dishonest if I didn't um, acknowledge this, that I was actually buoyed on by, you know, likes or, um, you know, likes on Instagram or something. And I actually found myself um, at times curating my diet um, <laughs> uh, for the likes. Wow. <laughs> so, you know, um, obviously alcohol, like, what, what I found was that people, um, you know, preferred obviously the, the more relatable um, food items. So, you know, things like, uh, alcohol or chocolate or 
um, you know, bits and pieces that they, they became more popular. And so I was, you know, thinking sometimes about, you know, what I'm eating and maybe, maybe you know, visually maybe that's actually not that interesting to, um, to have like 10 days in a row of, of salad, you know. Um, but um, so whilst I... That's I, so fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> Whilst I tried to, um, you know, I guess maintain some integrity, um, I can't deny that I was influenced um, by, um, you know, other people's kind of opinions and um, and also, um, also, I think, you know, um, sorry, can we stop there? Yeah, sure thing. Oh, cool. I was I was losing it. You mentioned that you were influenced by other people's feedback um, during the time. Yeah, it, it had an undeniable um, influence on on just the I guess the food that I was choosing to eat, um, as well as the I guess the aesthetic uh, value of the, the work as well. Like what you know, maybe maybe I had you know in, in the whole day, maybe I might have eaten a carrot and I had eaten you know kiwi fruit and sandwich, but. Um, sometimes I would curate, um, you know, curate the, the pictures according to what I thought was a, a more visually um, appealing or, you know, stronger image. So whilst whilst I, I ate everything that I painted, it, you know, obviously it may not have been in that order um, and I was also influenced by um, by the likes that I got on, on Instagram too. I can't deny that. So, um <laughs> You know, I guess looking and and thinking about what I'm eating as as relatable, and you know, some of the things I eat might not be that relatable. Um, so yeah, how do you how do you kind of balance that out? It's fascinating because I think um, when you touched on the alcohol and perhaps foods that we um, might tend to lean towards when for some people more broadly, generalizing here chocolate, um, perhaps sweets or indulgent foods when there is anxiety or stress. Um, that's so interesting because during that time, like I remember, you know, on Instagram, it'd be like everyone was at home during COVID. So it would be like 5 p.m. wine o'clock. <laughs> and that was like that massive movement. So that's so fascinating um, that, you know, even through your your artworks you saw that theme coming out um but I think I think there's a there's a lot of um I guess that's the artist's freedom as well to be able to to compose the artwork you know the integrity the honesty of what you've eaten still there it's the artist does have that power to to choose how they um compose the artwork ultimately so um yeah I think you did an incredible job if I had to, I can't pick a favourite of this particular artwork um, and more broadly because I know you had, I think, how many days? Did you have 14 days, two weeks worth of um, yeah, food paintings? I, yeah, look, I, I've, um, I kind of did it throughout um, oh, probably, uh, um, oh, I don't know, even, even longer than that potentially, but um, the 14 days um, I thought was kind of a more, uh, symbolic um, kind of time frame because it was that fourteen day COVID quarantine period. So ah yeah yeah, but um but yeah I've, I've been I've continued painting um throughout 
throughout the, um, I guess, the last six months. But, um, yeah, partic- I guess the, the work was a particular reference to the quarantine period and, and yeah, COVID. So I have to ask, what is up next for you? Um, what have you, how is your, um, have you changed what you're painting? What's coming up next for Jane? <laughs> um, well, it's actually been really good. Um, you know, obviously it's, it's been a really hard time for a lot of people, so not to undermine that. Um, but um, it's actually been quite a positive time for, I guess, for me and, and you know, my, my art practice. Um, so what I, I guess what I'm looking forward to um, in the new year is, is developing an exhibition, um, hopefully over east, and um, I'm continuing to paint. Uh, I'm probably leaning, leaning a little bit away from um, food diary um, and I'm going to I'm going to um, look into some other, I guess, uh, documentation, themes of place, landscape, um, and go a little bit larger scale because I was working quite small um, before, which was which was fine, and it kind of fitted the purpose. But I'd like to like to go a little bit larger um, and develop some ideas that I've got. Um, and that's about that's about it really. Um, it's been a really good opportunity, I think, to uh, you know to have actually had the opportunity to to paint and to experiment. Um, and it's been fantastic, uh, you know, being a finalist in the Jury Art Prize. Um, so, so yeah, I guess I'm going to use that as a bit of a, a bit of a platform for um, for some other prizes and um, exhibitions later in the year and early next year. Fantastic! And well, I I'm a huge fan, and we can't wait to see more come come from you and your practice. So. Um, I'm very excited to see what does come um, in the future and congratulations again on being a finalist in the Jury Art Prize and also for creating such an incredible work. Um, I guess for getting through that time and then obviously having a, a, an incredible work um, created during that that time. So thank you so much, Jane. Thank you for chatting uh, with me today. Um, I wish you all the very success um, with your future art practice and projects. But um, yeah, thank you so much for for chatting with me. Thanks, Elisa. I'm just stoked to um, to have been a finalist and it's a great award. And um, yeah, thanks for the opportunity. Thank you so much.